0: All right, so this is our first episode. Um, and I'm here. I'm Brittany. Um, here with my sister Jamie and my mom Yolanda, and we're here. Um, and my grandma, <laughs> Margaret, gran, uh, and Jamari, and we're here. Uh, this is our first episode of Perception. Um, Perception is my mom's thought. Her her baby. Um, that she wanted to create this just because we realized that we all have different views, especially you know, I think with family, <laughs> a lot of time it's hard to talk about a lot of different topics with family because there's so many different um we have strong opinions about our beliefs and views and things that happen in society um but we just wanted a platform to talk about everything from race to religion gender uh normal beliefs all that stuff so um we just this is our first episode and today uh I thought it would be interesting that we talk about black people black people and this idea of the abundance mindset or the lack of the abundance mindset um I think we have like a history that kind of comes from entrenched in like a scarcity mindset. And so I just kind of thought this would be a good, uh, topic or interesting topic for us to talk about, especially because all three of us want to be entrepreneurs or work for ourselves or up level on like some financial level. And so we're trying to get past our, uh, traumas and things that we kind of were born into and just kind of wanted to look at it and talk about it um so i sent, I sent mom and jamie some articles to read and i guess just kind of um starting off just kind of ask mom you know what did you think about what i sent? just what's your what's your opinion on um abundance and what that means to you and, and how you grew up uh you know thinking about abundance or money what, what was that like for you well hey y'all this is Yolanda Newell and
1: um I am the big mama <laughs> no just kidding I am the mother um actually in retrospect when I look back I don't think I had the awareness of money like I should have. And looking at the articles, um, it gave me another viewpoint, even at this stage in my life, about how I should have been thinking about money. you know? And the articles, truly, I felt like I was talking. I was reading about myself, you know, because it was talking about the scarcity mindset versus the abundance mindset. And I'm pretty sure all my life it was the scarcity, if I said that correctly, uh, mindset, meaning that if um, Sue gets it, then it's not enough for me. And I don't I can't get any. But the abundance mindset is about there's enough for everybody. And I shouldn't know that because being very spiritual, being a Christian I mean, that's what it always talks about, you know, ask and you shall receive. And, you know, even as a Christian or whatever, I mean, I think we say these things a lot of times, but we don't really buy into them and really don't believe them. We try to um, tell ourselves we believe them, but our actions do different, you know, and I think that even in my stage of life and. Um, most of my peers or I'm going to guess a lot of us, we feel that since we're at this age group, um, that it's too late for us to do this and do that. But no, I want to change my mindset, Uh, especially after reading that one article. I didn't get a chance to get through all three articles, but the one, um, I even took some notes on. And it was just telling you about different things that you can do to change your mindset. You know, uh, you got to believe it. You know, it's just like having faith as a Christian. You know, you have to believe the things that you don't see. Hebrews 11, one states that, you know, uh, faith, you know, is something, you know, it's not by sight. You know, it's by faith, you know, and I think you have to do that with everything in your life right. and you have to speak it into existence. We've all talked about that before yeah. as well. So um, that's I'm going to stop right there. Well, and
0: I, th- I think it's important that you give people your background, like what your race, um, where you grew up, what era, you know, what year you were born. I think that's important. OK, so
1: I think that's good for each of us. OK, so uh, born and raised in Chicago. Uh, born in sixty five, which would put me at the fifty five mark this year. Um, I would consider us. I don't know, really. I you do I, I didn't want or need anything that I knew of. You know, I had a great childhood life. I ate well. I don't know a day of hunger. Uh, we lived in a nice house. We had transportation. Uh, school was nice. I had nice clothes. I didn't have to worry about that. Um, did I get all the big stuff I wanted? No. Uh, but as far as a comfortable living, I grew up in a comfortable living that I felt. You know, and I don't know if it's just because a child, you know, you can't miss what you don't have kind of thing. You know, so, you know, from that point, I think you did good. But, you know, getting older, going to college and the military and all that. If I could do it all over again, I would have a different mindset when it comes to money Mm -hmm. and, you know, how to do it. And uh, the other thing the article talked about is how we spend and um, don't look towards the future and everything. Now, you Mm -hmm. think you're looking towards the future, but you're really not. Mm -hmm. So the things that we feel that we need today, we need to really watch what we spend. So we do need to plan. Even though God says, you know, live each day, as is your last but, you know, you also got to have a discerning spirit and you got to know you got to even level that I think, mm-hmm. you know, just because he says Livy stays your last don't mean you should spend all your money today mm-hmm. because you don't think you're going to be here tomorrow or whatever. But you don't know what your tomorrow is going to be. So you still have to prepare for that. Yeah. And I think a lot of us don't prepare for that. Yeah. Is that what you wanted?
0: Yeah. No, I think that's helpful just to kind of give context to why you believe the beliefs you believe you know i think that's important for you know yeah i
1: wish I was that helps just honed into me a
0: little bit more yeah hi my name is jamie lupo and i am the second born to big mama so <laughs> so anyways well like my mother i was gro- i grew up I I would say I grew up um, spoiled, in a way. You know, I had everything and some more. And my mom always did it when she didn't have it or anything like that. So, uh, <laughs> but for me, for me, as we grew up, my um my mom always talked about money. So, money was like the main thing on her mind all the time. So, in a way, it did affect me where where um where sometimes I will overthink about money but at the same time I think my personality overruled it because usually usually I feel like I'm pretty abundant when because usually when I f- don't have it I always say I have it. I'm pretty positive about money in that aspect where even when I'm shopping too much cuz I will consider myself a shopaholic. Um, I'll be like, I'll spend it because I'm going to get it back anyways, in my mind, where, where, (laughs) but then I do get it back when I'm abundant, when I think positive and my mindset is right. And I have noticed like in the black community, people aren't very, um, their mindset is off to where they think that. They think that they can't get it, but you can get it if your mind is in the right place and you um, are at a higher vibration with money. You're not at um, a lower vibration than the money. If you're at the same vibration, it's just going to come to you regardless, as long as you put in work and effort, I feel like, regardless of your color and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 I think... Um, oh, no, you can keep... You can. Um, I, I think that's, that's interesting because it's like about what Jamie was saying about, um, you know, cause that's also something I've been learning about having a higher vibration, right? Be- the, the idea or the fact that everything is energy, right? So like your soul is energy, um, and that, you know, certain things you do in life, increase your frequency right your vibration since it's energy um like for instance for example working out my vibe goes higher when I work out because I can deal with stress better there's certain uh endorphins or uh, hormones released that make me feel better um I cope with parenting better um so that raises my vibe or eating well right so there's like this idea that you know, having a high vibration and thinking thoughts of abundance attracts abundance to you. There's that whole law of attraction thing, but there's also the very real institution of oppression, you know, where there, where it's a fact that people of color, uh, descendants of captives particularly have been affected, um, are at a disadvantage because of the history, because of being taken over from Africa and being in America and, um, you know, being forced to work for years, right. To build a nation for, for hundreds of years without any pay. Right. And then you have things like reconstruction, which happens right after the slaves are freed, you know, there's the promise of 40 acres and a mule doesn't happen. Right. So, the 40 acres and a mule was supposed to give us an advantage to at least be at equity, to be equal as far as wealth is concerned. Because white people, their thing is, when you were saying, mom, about thinking in the future, they have wealth to pass down to their kids. We don't. We live paycheck to paycheck, Uh typically, most of the black community. We live paycheck, I, and I don't know, like, numbers, but... I mean, that's a, we, we're not really like into, um, we have income rather than wealth. You know what I mean? It's like more immediate. It's more about paying the bills now and that type of stuff. So things like reconstruction didn't help us. Things like, uh, Jim, you know, um, and then you get into redlining, right? Where people couldn't, black people couldn't even buy homes. They, you know, loan officers, uh they had a practice. I read an article the other day how loan officers had a practice of if they were African American they told the workers at the bank to minus fifteen subtract fifteen points so that they were already at an advantage just simply because of the color of their skin as far as trying to get a loan, trying to buy a home, buy land, so it's like trying to reconcile the idea that. It's a very real thing that there's Black people are at a disadvantage as far as money, right? But also the idea that what, like, so it's hard for a white person to come to a Black person and say, oh, you can just change your mind about it, right? You can just think abundant thoughts and you can bring in wealth. But no, it's not that easy because there's years of programming in my DNA, (laughs) you know, and years of this. And I can't just catch up like that, right? I can start now, you know, especially for um, especially for my kids and, and, and try to, you know, have that and in, incorporate that abundance thinking in my life now. But I think it's also important for us to, like, realize that there is a history and that there is a majority of African-Americans who can't just simply think positive thoughts and attract abundance to them. You know what I mean? okay so
1: yes I know what you mean I think history is very important and I think what well, we're gonna that's gonna be a piece of every episode because you got to look at the history of things and all that um, to find out what you do to move forward and to develop a solution so like you were just talking about changing the mindset and that was you know, that was in that article as well so I think if we focus more on um, I, I definitely think history is important Um <clears throat> Yes, we're at a disadvantage because Mm -hmm. of our skin color, most definitely. But uh, how do we get beyond that? No, it's not going to be easy. It may not be in our lifetime, but we still always got to move forward, even if it's just an inch. See, if we keep being stuck in our history. Mm -hmm. So to me, it's like this. This is an example for me. I got two friends, right? Um, Susie and Penny. And, you know, we grew up together, we've been friends for many years, and one day I want to change my mindset. Well, you know, Penny's like, yeah, we should do that, right? And then Susie's like, ah, you know? And she just keep, you know, throwing little, you know, things in there to to stifle you or whatever. Well, you know, I love Susie, but guess what? I might have to leave Susie behind. Or when I say leave her behind, it may not mean the end of our friendship, But there's just certain things I can't entertain with her at that time because I need to move forward. And then uh, maybe she has control over something um, that would prevent me from control. But I got to keep fighting through that barrier. Meaning, for example, I'm using it as an example. But really, we always want to throw this person, that person keeps me from not getting and moving forward. Well, we got to get inventive creative and figure out how to get beyond that Mm -hmm. i mean even i think you talked about Brittany. there was um uh, we all know that at one time they were like black towns you know we never want to be separated and in god's eye we're all his children and that's not my Philosophy or whatever, but until we can get beyond what we need to get, if we gotta create our own, we need to create our own or whatever we need to do to move forward and just stop wallowing in what they did to us, mm. what Susie did to me. So what, Susie? See you later. I'll see Susie. I'll be hey, how you doing? Wish her the best and all that. But you know, I gotta hang out with Pity Penny 'cause Penny's Penny's on you know point with me. You know, we gotta start moving forward, um but with the understanding of the history and everything as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I I want to read um I'd really be excited to hear like what y'all think when y'all read the articles. Um just like a disclaimer or disclosure. The art, one of the articles I sent Jamie and my mom was just on pretty much the definitions of scarcity and abundance. Um and that's what mom was talking about earlier. The second one was by a black woman named Gwendolyn Vincent, and she actually talked about her meeting Lucy McBath your friend, um, in the article. Um, And she talks about how abundance means something different for black women. Um, And she talks about Aretha Franklin and how a lot of times we utilize, we have other sources of abundance. So we only think of abundance like in terms of money sometimes, but she says there's other sources of abundance within us. Um, And she gives an example of Aretha Franklin and how she used, she tapped into the, uh, the other non-material sources of abundance. So um, I thought that was interesting. Um, and she said that she entered a quote. And this quote is, um, if we carry intergenerational trauma, and we do, then we also carry intergenerational wisdom. It is in our genes in our DNA. And it's the quote by Kazu Haga, who I do not know who it is. But, um, you know, It's interesting to me, like, this idea that your abundance could be in, like, your character strengths, right? And like Jamie was saying, a lot of times that taps into, when you tap into that and you recognize the abundance that you have in other things, that kind of is connected to, like, your money, your bank account sometimes, you know, And, and how you feel about your life, right? So if I feel like I'm abundant And this is a practice that when you hear coaches talk about, like abundance coaches or money mindset coaches, they say you already have it because it's your inheritance, because you're from God. Right. So you already are abundant. So all it is is about gratitude, which is a big, a big thing and recognizing what you are abundant in. So for me, what helps me and I practice this and I've experienced a nice, significant amount of money coming in. When I was still here at the house, I had a check uh, like $100 just come in randomly um, after I was practicing things like what helps me is thinking about the kids, thinking about Cadence and Maya, because I'm so grateful for them. My vibe is just like it's like almost like my heart is ablaze, (laughs) you know, like that type of energy or that type of emotion around gratitude and what I already have. And then all of a sudden things start happening, you know, or like, it's, it's weird. I don't know how else to explain it, but I thought that was something interesting, um, that she talked about. Um, and I'd be interested to see what y'all think when y'all read that article. But, um, I, I think that's a, that's a big part of it. Didn't you do that too, though, Jamie? Didn't yeah. you? Um, no. Okay. Yeah. Didn't that's you? That's uh, Yeah. I had to. I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, like when I was in the military, in the military, um, I started to practice um, what's man manifesting things um, in my life, well being very abundant and like letting stuff go instead of holding on to it, because that's you. That's the rule of manifesting is when you. Say you have it and you um, get have gratitude for it. You're supposed to let it go and not let it wander in your mind, or you confuse the universe yeah. about what you really want because they'll they'll take it as you're um you're like desperate for it, so you're not gonna get it because you're too desperate for it. You need to act as if you already have it, and that's what I used to listen to Jake Ducey's um his he has like this little like I guess meditation thing where you listen to it while you sleep or something and it just says I am abundant like I do I do this I get um I get abundance from my crafts and stuff like that basically and I was um listening to that every night or whatever and then all of a sudden my friend had texted me and she said I don't I don't want my laptop that I left because she had left the military she was like you could just have it and I had two macbooks so I was like I don't need two macbooks so then I sold I sold that one, so it was just random, like, money that came in, like, an extra, like, $400 from that one MacBook, whatever, so stuff like that happens, and when I'm um, abundant, I notice that money does come in randomly, like, my school sent me a random check, uh, and I was just like, what is this for, and that was because I was practicing being, I was practicing my mindset, being positive, and being thankful, just think. Thank your, like, spirit guys. Thank your ancestors. Thank God for what you already have or act as if you already have it. And then it will come to you because you already have it. Mm-hmm. Basically, that's what it is. It's just peering in your hand. Right. Basically, just look at it. Like, look at your bank account and, and see numbers, like, big numbers mm-hmm. across it. Just see money in your hand. Look at your wallet and imagine a bunch of money in it. A wall, like, you know, a big amount of cash right. and stuff like that, basically. So i really do think and it also like with abundance it is more than just money um i know that like you can be abundant in a lot of stuff like abundant in love also Mm -hmm. you can um attract all that and everything and i think if you are abundant in everything then the money will just naturally come it just flows to you because you're you're just raising your vibrations higher than money even so it's just gonna be like it's just gonna come all to you at once i think that's like the plot twist like what mom was just saying about faith it's like the idea that you have like that brings the faith game to a whole new level because for me when you say faith growing up and hearing like have faith in god like as a kid Mm -hmm. you just like hear it and you don't like it's like an intellectual thing you don't like apply it or know how to really apply it you just say I know god got it but then you go out and you worry about stuff right so you don't have the faith but like what jamie was saying about you have the, the visual that you already have it that it's already yours do you like mom for instance do you believe that your business is already successful that that's like you're right because you have that desire in your heart right that your business is already successful and that God has already got you and you're already a billionaire that it's like, like let's say all that stuff that you want, the house, the successful business, it's in like a garage somewhere. So it's there. It exists. It's just, you haven't had, you haven't tapped into it. So do you sincerely believe that it's there and it's yours? Yes.
1: I definitely believe it's there, but the issue is for me, it has been for me, which I'm working on is how do I tap into it? You know, it's, you know, God has all this. so I believe everything he says. I really do. But then I have to, I question myself as well. You know, am I doing all the right things? Because, you know, it does say, you know, there's certain things you need to do, certain ways. You know, you need to live your life and all that and to get those. In other words, just what do I do to unlock that, that, mm. that garage or that warehouse with all that stuff in there? Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at, trying to figure that out.
0: And see, the funny thing, the funny thing is that, These money mindset coaches, what they're teaching is that you don't have because society teaches us that to be successful and to have the money, it's based on like what we've done. Right. But God says it's not based on what you've done. It's based on who you are. So all you have to do is be you (laughs) and it'll flow like not question. That's what money mindset teachers are teaching. That there's nothing you have to do because the very idea that you desire something in your heart is an indication that God wants, that you're supposed to have it.
1: You know what I mean? But the other piece to that is I don't believe that everybody is going to have it when they think they should have it. Everybody's timing is different, you know, where certain people get certain things. and I don't mean just money. At a younger age, other people get it at an older age. It's just a time frame in which, you know, you unlock that key or whatever or when God is, you know, ready to, you know, let you have it or, or you figure out how to, you know, again, unlock that, that door.
0: So I'm gonna be real. Go ahead. Be real. <laughs> that sounds like a money block to me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because, Yeah. Why did you think it? Well, because I think you can have it whenever you want it. Yeah. Basically, it's just it's just you. That's what's. But that's blocking my point. I no, I agree with you totally.
1: But that's my point. I gotta have that mindset. Mm. You know, if I don't have the mindset, no, right. I, I'm not gonna have it right now. hmm So I definitely agree with you, but I guess I I said it differently. You know. Um,
0: I feel like you should just have it now, like you say. Just what um what works is say it when you don't believe it, like how. How what I do about my self-esteem and stuff like that, even though if I don't believe I'm the prettiest, I still go around and say to people, I'll be like, oh, I'm the baddest, like, or something like that. Mm -hmm. How I say that thing, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm the baddest. I ain't worried about it. Because once I keep saying it, that's what my mind, my mind is going to change to be like, be like, oh, you are pretty or you are beautiful. Because I keep saying it, even Mm -hmm. though I don't believe it sometimes, Mm -hmm. I just say it still. So it helps. What
1: most ministers teach anyway. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. if you look at the spiritual world and, um, you know, the world that I spend a lot of my time in and Christianity, uh, they teach that as well. So you know, I'm, I, you know, I'm always in there, right? So mm-hmm. what's what's my issue? Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you know, yeah, because it it comes down to, and I think it's it's not really an issue either because everybody has been, like, as soon as you're a baby and you hit the shore. You kind of are programmed to think that you have to work hard. And that's a part of capitalism, which is ties in the black people, period. This hustle mentality, really. And this is what I've been learning more because as a kid, I've always thought that growing up, like I have to hustle or grind to get what I want. But God says, no, you're perfect as you are um just receive just be open to receiving marianne williamson her book a return to love which i'm rereading right now she talks about the idea that your
1: mother bought for you for christmas yes <laughs> yes and, and that i got to see your the first beginning <laughs>
0: right right that that book she talks about how abundance and miracles are everywhere right so we're everybody's sitting on a 10 million dollar idea right and it, and it comes through in your expression, your energy, or the way God wants you to express it, right? But what happens is there's blockages because we're not open, because we think everything has to be this way or that way or that it can't be done that way.
1: And that's what I meant about the, the time limit, really. You know, it comes at different times, and, and I probably said it incorrectly. I mean, some people don't get it mm-hmm. until you later. I mean, but I did have the mentality, the, the thought process you you guys... Thought I had in the beginning, but you're right. Okay, I do agree with you that it's there all the time for the taking. Mm. But if you're not doing that, tapping in there and not doing what you need to do to get it and to receive it, Mm -hmm. then it, it could be years or you could live your whole life and
0: never get it because why? You didn't believe. Right, exactly. Or have that faith that God got, you know, that's to me, that was the game changer. Like, dang, it's really like, what am I doubting? really because even like you said ma i think it's like a lifestyle thing it's because like for me and jamie to have it like random bouts of it right where we've seen it but it's not consistent i think that tells us that it's something deeper that so like we can sit here and talk about it but that Mm -hmm. doesn't mean because we're conscious of it we can just attract it right now it's like a deeper working like a unfolding of all the stuff work. we've been taught. Yeah. God, and we, and, and we God program. does also
1: say. Uh, faith without work is dead. <clears throat> mm, so you got to put right. your work in as well. Right. Just That's what you were saying right?
0: Is yeah. that correct? Yeah. I was yeah. thinking like how you said about abundance. How if you. Like how the money. How if you um, are abundant in everything else. Then the money will just flow. So I'm thinking in my head that. Mom says she has that mindset. But. The, but I've hear, I heard mom, like, say bad stuff about herself. So where her mindset is not love for herself all the time. Mm-hmm. So that's a blockage, too. Mm-hmm. You know, like, stuff like that and, like, even other aspects in her life that she's, like, negative about. That's a blockage, too. So if she fixes all of those, too, and yeah. is positive about that, then her, like, the business part will be, like, a flow. Just mm-hmm. that it will come faster because her mindset is better everywhere else. Are all around her. Yeah. you know what I'm saying, like the abundant thing. And right?
1: I just, I have to, talk, uh, I have to um, agree with you on that, Jamie. Um, and that's, I think, you know, the human, the flesh uh, that I'm in. Um, but I'm a working um, progress. Okay. Yeah. Um, and those are some things I am working on. You know, even for me. Again, we uh, and I go back to the point. Where you, you prayerfully, you guys are getting it now. You know. I'm not 20 anymore. I'm not 28 anymore. I'm 53, but I'm working on mine now. I mean, I wish I knew the things that, you know, we're talking about when I was 20. I wish I had that mindset at 20, but I did not. Mm -hmm. So, but I still feel it's not too late for me. I don't feel that, you know, I'm uh, too old to learn. I think we learn until the day that we leave this earth. Mm -hmm. But anyway, with that note, uh, I know we talked about, Um, I want to bring this podcast to a conclusion because I really want to get it out there and I want to give people an opportunity to listen to it and see what we're about to do and what we're going to be doing. Um, We're trying to keep the platform at 30 minutes, uh, but there may be days we don't keep it up, but sometimes we just definitely need to uh, conclude it. So again, I just wanted to say that uh, this is Yolanda Newell, Brittany Kirkland, Jamie Lupo, Mother and daughters, and uh we're just trying to develop a platform where we can just talk things out, things that are happening in the world, uh things to get moving. And I would like to see we're using a platform called Anchor. And when you do like research like that, Brittany Kirkland produced this episode and she developed the research for this episode. And I'm not sure with this platform if we can put those articles. Um, yeah, so we Right, so we want to try to put the articles Or any research that we do um, In the notes or Wherever we can, so if anybody's listening To this podcast, that they'll be able To um, see it as well So, if this is okay with you guys You guys have any uh, concluding words Or anything?
0: No, but we can always have a part two yeah. Yes, we sure could. Yeah. And and, and I, we should And I encourage anybody You know, if they have any thoughts on it you know to like comment or to like write a review or just you Make know give message. us feedback um and you know i'm sure we'll have like our social media tags or you know any place where you can reach us um just to kind of give us feedback about like what do y'all think about what you know what was stated in this episode and you know anything you call interesting or whatever stands out yeah
1: you have yeah. any other thoughts, Jamie?
0: No, I'm in agreement
1: with Brittany. All right. Well, I'd like to thank Brittany Kirkland for producing this episode. Uh, Jamie Lupo will be producing our next episode, unless we do part two on this one. But uh, just watch out for some of the different topics that we have coming. And um, just want to thank you guys for listening. Take care. Everybody say bye. Bye.
0: Bye. bye.